Hi, welcome to Old Guard New Blood, episode 33. And today we're going to be talking about how to win an SEO award. So we've got a, a, a great group here, actually, to be honest with you, when it comes to knowing how to win SEO awards, I, I don't think that we can get much better than, than, than what we've got here. So uh, welcome to everybody for coming along. Thank you ever so much. Why don't you all introduce yourselves? Monsi, why don't you start? Hi. Hi. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Montserrat Cano. I'm Monse Cano on Twitter, and I am an international SEO and digital marketing consultant, and I have done a few... Um, I've had a bit of judging for a few of the company awards. A fair amount of judging, as I recall. So uh, I think you've plenty of judging. For, so, so yeah, it's good to have a judge in the room. Um, but it's not the only judge I think that we've got. Gus, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is uh, Gus Pelogia. Um, I used to work in agency for many years. So I've been on the entering awards uh, for a while. And as I moved in-house, I... Uh, kind of moved positions on the award award as well. So I've been judging awards for around two years. Um, hopefully, they will, uh, will have a lot of interesting stuff to uh, to share with people that are entering awards uh, uh, in the future. So winner and judge as well. And then on the winning side, I think one of the most prolific winners that I've seen at awards is Kevin. So Kevin, tell us about yourself and where do you come from and what have you won? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dixon. So uh, yeah, Kevin Gibbons, uh, run Resignal, a specialist SEO agency so working with a lot of e-commerce brands and yeah definitely from the entry side i have judged um a number of awards before but certainly more from the uh, the entry side and we we've done this for a long time as uh, a big part of how we work across various different events yeah it's, it seems to be core to your your marketing to, to your strategy really your business strategy uh and uh and also you know i feel that um uh myself and and, and majestic are not without some uh, some um you know claim to be an expert on this particular occasion we're not usually when i when i come in i have the experts with me but uh, i think majestic has won uh, a fair number of awards and, and has sponsored a few as well but i think the the awards that i'm most proud of of my time at majestic were the two queen's awards where we got to go down and see uh, uh, see her majesty before she went passed away um uh, down at buckingham palace a couple of times so uh so they were they were brilliant um and uh, uh you know one one a few myself as well so it's nice to to have everybody here uh and uh I, I just before we dive into everything i probably should just bring in my producer david to make sure i've covered the points that i need to do at the top of the show absolutely i know we're um recording this uh, broadcasting this live just before the beginning of brighton seo um so i'm not sure if quite a few seos will be down there enjoying the social life in Brighton, perhaps, rather than actually yeah, watching us live. If not, then hopefully you're catching the replay. And of course, uh, you can consume this content on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, places like this. But if you can watch us live next time, sign up at majestic.com slash webinars. And I'll be telling you what we're doing on next month's production towards the end of this particular episode. Brilliant. Guys, so thanks very much. Let's get straight into it and start with the the, the one tip that I tend to do before everybody uh, uh, dives off. And, 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 and so if they haven't got 45 minutes to to listen to all the insights that uh, kind of come through, um, what one tip might you give people for uh, search boards? And I'll, I'll go in the other, the other order than Kevin. So why don't you go first? Okay, so I feel like this isn't a, a silver bullet. It's almost disappointing, but do great work. And the reason I say that is because there's an art and we'll go into this in terms of, there's definitely a fine art you, you can do in terms of how to write an award so that it stands out 
to judges and it appeals to what they're going to do. But ultimately, the award events we're talking about are quite mature in terms of how long they've been around. They're very credible. There's a lot of entries. If your work is average, you're never going to win. So you have to make sure that your work is elite in terms of what you're doing. And equally, it, it shouldn't be about the award. It should be about actually how do you delight your clients? How do you do fantastic work? And how do you um, then take that into something that can be an award? But my my tip is think about the award before you start working. So actually, when you pitch, we've actually done this before. We've Sometimes we've pitched with award entries that have been written 12 months into the future. This was our objective. This is what we did. This is how it worked. These were the results. Here's our testimonial from our client that's absolutely delighted. And then you work backwards, and it's kind of almost that, like way of visualizing success and then working towards it but i think if if you don't have that clear strategy and plan from the start and then you just think at the end of the year oh i wonder what work we've done that's been quite good this year it's it's too late you have to think about how do you make something a success from the beginning and then work backwards okay interesting tip gus what do you got for us um i think i um i take a continuation from what kevin said uh for me a really good entry needs to have a good story so Sometimes people do so many different things, um, but if you cannot put that into a story that, he, you know, it's a bit of a business story, but also an SEO story or, or a digital marketing story, um, you need that to have like a, a good flow and then everything gets much easier, right? Um, judges will understand what they're reading. They don't need to read three times. They don't need to go back and understand you know why you did this or why you did that so a good story and knowing that you need to put a good story uh, kind of relates to what Kevin said um, you keep thinking about this as you go so I've, I've done uh, entries where as I was doing something I thought this has to be in an entry uh, you know the entry was months ahead uh, but it, I felt there there was a story already so I started building in my head uh, you know, months before I was actually putting that on the on the actual entry. Okay, that's that's interesting. So both of you sort of do things a long a long way ahead of time. Monty, what's uh, what's your thoughts as you see all those awards? What's your tip? My number one tip would be to submit a brilliant, a, a, an absolutely outstanding campaign in a way that we can actually see as judges that it is actually brilliant. Because if we can't see its brilliance. It doesn't really matter. I mean, I have seen some very good, some absolutely excellent campaigns um, during the time I've been judging, and I have not been able to to actually kind of back back up uh, in, in the in the actual discussions that we did afterwards, simply because I couldn't say, "Oh, well, I didn't have this number, I, I, I have, I don't have this number, or I don't have this data, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. So, if you actually make it very, very, very clear to us what the, um, the story is about, as Gus said, or um, the campaign, then it is easier for us to to judge it. Okay, brilliant. So, so uh, you've all judged awards. So uh, I want to just ask before I, before, before I move on, 
how what percentage of the time when you're in a category you're judging a category what percentage of the time does one entry just stand out about, from the others i mean we, we always hear when oh this was really tight and it was really hard to call and stuff like that and you know the the uh the the judges are always very happy to say that you know this was a tight category and we you all did well you're all winners for on the short being on the short list but in truth how often is it that one just stands out above the rest as a percentage of, of, of times gus um, I would ballpark maybe 20-30% of the entries uh, do cause me a doubt. And I don't know if people actually you know, know how much of how this works, but we, we get into a platform and then we score um, each one of the entries based on certain criteria. And as I see some entries, maybe I judged one or two and then I see another one that is really good, I actually have to balance out and go back and say, oh, this one is a lot better. So I go back and adjust the numbers again, so I can reflect, you know, the the best of them, and we end up discussing at the end. It's not just the highest score wins, but the judges get together afterwards and they do debate on why this one's better than the other. And and sometimes the high score doesn't really win. If you hear different arguments and you learn about something that you haven't considered, there might be a consensus that a different entry was better. Uh, it's usually among the best ones, uh, you know, this discussion only happens with a couple of them, but, um, you know, I think that's kind of the direction it goes. What about you, Mons? Do you think uh, it stands one stands out often or it's a similar sort of thing? Um, so similar sort of thing, I would say. It really is kind of complicated sometimes because uh, some categories are very tight in both ways. They can be very, very good. There can be very good entries and there can be really bad entries kind of make me think whether we should really actually win the, um, uh, give them an award. Um, simply because simply because they are there, they don't have to win, win an award. I, I have to say, I've seen, I've seen times when people have said, we didn't find a winner for this category. And I think that's a really brave thing for the awards people to do, uh, especially if someone's in the room. <laughs> probably, probably really bad. But uh, yeah, it's got to be done, doesn't it, to keep up the reputation of the awards. But So let, let, let me just jump in then and ask, before we before we talk about how to win an award, let's start by asking why you might enter. And this is really aimed at Kevin, you know, because because um, your business seems to you know enter a lot of awards, as you say, and it's a big part of your your business strategy. So, so Kevin and, and Gus, uh, but Kevin, what, what's what's your motivation for winning uh, for entering? I think there's there's three three reasons I can think of. One is your existing team. And I include the client with that as an extension or a weird extension of them. In if you've done great work and you've worked really hard, it's just a nice way to celebrate success together. And it's just recognition that people feel really proud that they can say on their CV, I did that. And I think that's really important because for us, when we're looking to um, grow and recruit, one of the big things we want is like questions we were asking in interviews, what are you most proud of? And if you've done work that has has been judged by industry peers as being leading and um, one of the best campaigns or the best campaign within a sector for example for a a given year I think that's that's really strong Um, but yeah I think so number one is for the team number two is for recruitment we found off the back of when we've had awards events where we might have won say four or five awards in an evening um, we've noticed straight away off the bat we've had a lot of people whether they're in the venue of the awards night or not it's kind of they they've noticed us and they've applied for jobs i think that's almost the more immediate thing i I wouldn't say we necessarily get 
new business inquiries immediately off the back of winning an award, but we certainly need to see it with recruitment and people that want to join the team. Um, and yeah, the, the third point is new business. So it's it's great marketing. It's scaling word of mouth. That's how, as an agency, we attract most of our leads. And if we can talk about our successes in a way that is being shared publicly and people are crediting our work, and again, it's very credible in terms of the judging, then that's that's great for us. And we know people look at awards when they want to decide which agency they're going to invite to pitch. And again, it might be a a competitive pitch. It, we might be one of three or four that's chosen, but it will get us on a list. And I, I think those three reasons for us would be how we justify, is this an award that we would look at entering? And if we do, then let's try and obviously do our best to win it. But yeah, that's a big thing for me. Okay. They're interesting ideas. Gus, are you the same sort of motivations? I think, yeah, pretty much those those three points. Um, I've seen um, leads coming through just because a company saw that we won an award and I actually managed accounts that uh, I only I only got it because we, we won a certain award or the agency I worked at the time won. Um, personally, as, a, as an SEO, um, I just find it very exciting to have that external validation as well, get other people to say that your, your job is a good job. And, you know, having the team really excited, you know, we get all together in the, in the, in the awards party and, you know, there's this, this bonding um, moment that you have with your, your colleagues as well. So the, the reasons are the same. Um, I think just the order for me would be, would be different. Cause as this, this is um, backlash from probably the people that don't win the awards or don't enter the awards or don't care about the awards that, 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 that you know, it's just a vanity exercise and, and that, that it doesn't really have value. But I think it really does. I agree that when, when Majestic wins, you know, search best search tool award and, and, and um, it won for a fair, fair few years in the U S and the UK and, and, and uh, Europe as well before we started sponsoring events instead uh, and uh, and it was it was the the team really got a kick out of it they didn't go to the event because they're all very introverted and, and you know they're all programmers and don't want to don't want to actually go out to London uh, but uh, but the 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 pride of uh, of winning the awards was uh, was was absolutely brilliant but I think as well Kevin another one that you didn't mention and I'll mention it for you unless you disagree with me is that you seem to do a really good job of involving your partners your customers in the awards so the pro the, the the awards a lot of the awards that you you, you go for you know it, you're celebrating your customers successes as much as anything so uh, it, it, it's uh it's a very interesting tactic i think that you know you you're almost getting a link for your customer out of the thing. I know that's not. I know. I know that's not the prime objective of getting a link, but uh, but engaging your customer and making them feel good about the work is probably not doing you any harm either. Correct. I think celebrating that success together is really important. I've spoken to some people where their opinion has been, "Oh, I don't want to take a client to an award because they'll speak to other agencies and they might poach." Them. It's like that to me is so backwards it should be you've done great work to the point that you you're nominated for an award let's celebrate that success together and that should count towards something when it comes to renewing and continuing to work together beyond that so yeah i think the more that you can have a fun night out together is a good thing and if you can do that and celebrate a nice trophy at the end of it that's always good but um, but yeah no i think i've if you're shortlisted i think it's it's credible enough that 
it's a good reason to to take your clients out and get them involved as part of that. Yeah, and the dinner itself is uh, is a way to celebrate. You know, is is a way to say thank you to your clients as well, isn't it? So it's good. But Monsi, I mean, uh, sorry, feel free to carry on with that one. But I I, I wanted to also uh, bring in um, what awards um, uh, are out there that people might uh, might might work on. So um, you know, what awards are there that people can uh, go for? people don't always know right yeah i was going to add to everything that you have said so far on the previous question that um, having an award is not just a vanity exercise i mean it's just a true testimony of your um of your own good work but also it helps the industry to advance as well as well so digital marketing or and seo yes compared to say financial um finance or law uh a relatively new industry, and I think having um, these recognitions amongst uh, amongst ourselves kind of helps to advance to establish the industry as such. So, what are, what awards are there out there? I mean, there's the UK Search Awards is the one that's you know that 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 um, probably my audience knows, and uh, and and I think we probably are all involved in either the US U, UK Search Awards, the US Search Awards, or the European Search Awards, or now the Global Search Awards. Um, but there's other ones, aren't there? There's um, the Drum, for example, do do some digital marketing awards, and then um, uh, SMX do something called the. They just did a thing called the Landies. I don't know whether that's um, uh, got bigger or smaller or changed its name. Um, uh, you know, are, are there any others out there that you've um, that you've sort of gone into? Um, you know, what's the difference between a good award and a bad award? I guess as well. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really judged any others apart from the European Search Awards and the UK Search Awards. Um, Global Content Awards, and mm, can't remember the other one, the the European, uh, the the e-commerce search awards. I mean, among the the, the categories. Yeah, that that is a thing, isn't it? So, 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 so there's the same organisation behind those awards. So, uh, so the interesting thing is that they've uh, they've sliced and diced the market a little bit, you know. So you've got the the SEO awards, and then you've got the content awards, and then you've got the P, PPC awards, and then you've got the uh, the um, the social media awards, and they they seem to be slicing and dicing. Do you think that's good or a bad thing? It's just not a bad thing at all. I mean, uh, it's, it's just just. Uh... As long I can only I can only talk about the Don't Panic Awards, obviously, because those are the ones that I have been um, involved with, and I know that the standards are very high, and the criteria, the criteria, our criteria is very, very, very strict, and the, there's also a discussion, as Gus said before, we don't really give an award to the um, to the uh, entry that has won the the, the highest um, the highest score simply because there might be something else that we haven't seen etc etc so it might it is it's good to 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 have a discussion afterwards um, now uh, um, I know there are there are other organisations who also give awards so I, I guess my guess is is if they their standards are as high as the Dompani ones. Then fantastic. I think the search and um, search um, search engine lens. I think it is. I think they've got. I think they've got another set of awards too. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, Gus, Kevin, have you gone into any other awards apart from the the don't panic ones? Uh, yeah, I think if you uh, check uh, locally on your market, you're going to find other things. Um, in Ireland, two famous ones are the DMAs. I think the Digital Marketing Awards and the Irish Content Marketing Awards. Um, so I think if you know if you search, you can find um, the good ones. Um, you might even see 
who owned before? Do you actually know these companies? Do you know because you you might get into into like a much smaller award? Maybe you you know you pay to become a a winner. Or I remember seeing back in Brazil all of these local businesses that had like a looked like a diploma on the wall that they won uh, you know the best uh, barber in the city. It's like well I've seen ten of those or you know the honor of something which you know. If you you can kind of spot quickly that there's not really a real uh, criteria or judging behind it, so I think it's up to you to to do that filtering. Uh, see, maybe a good way. Is- that's a good. I think that's a good tip is to look at you know see if you know the know the previous winners. I think yeah. that's. A- would Would you like to be you know do you want to be as good as the winners that are there, or are you better than them? Um, that's a good way to measure it, right? Yeah, no, I think so. And, but but don't be scared of going into to, to, to regional ones. I think you know, uh, I, I think I won, I won something at the Silicon Canal Awards, which is Birmingham based, and you know, I'm very proud of that. You know, it's, uh, it was it was a nice one to win, not least because I didn't actually uh, uh, enter. They just they just told me I had to be there on that day, so it was good. Kevin, uh, do you want to uh, got got any other awards that you've been in? In terms of awards. We ended up having to budget for this. I think what we did at first is we went for the UK Search Awards. Obviously, they've expanded in terms of different events. And for us, the ones that we qualify for, we enter, so European, global. Um, and there's a number of others. The Drum won, won a lot of awards, as mentioned. And I think you have to pick and choose the ones that are a good fit for you in terms of industries, sectors, um, and for us, I think we've done kind of some of the other ones, like the Daddy Awards are a good example. Um, some of the cultural awards, if we're, again, maybe on a bit of a recruitment drive, I think it's a good thing. But we, I'd say in general, have doubled down on the search awards. And we would rather, from a budget perspective, we'd rather say, let's put more entries into um into the search awards and let's take our whole team along to the event as opposed to let's put one or two in and spread that across a number of different award events. It's it's more a case of the search awards feel like it's where that there's most credibility in terms of the search industry and we'd rather do the best that we can in those events. You don't have to stick to SEO. I mean, as I say, I mean, I'm incredibly proud of the Queen's Award. I don't know what that's going to change and rebrand to now, Now, you know, whether it becomes the King's Award or whether it's kept on in the memory of, of the Queen. I don't know. I hope it carries on. But, you know, large organisations to, you know, to, to, to tiny organisations get to do that. And obviously, you've got, to, you've got to be British to enter that one. But once you're, you're just saying, saying in the, the, in the, chat there that uh, actually there's a bunch of ones in Spain as well, national ones in Spain, right? Yes, there are actually. There are some national ones. So apart from the regional ones uh, that can be, I'm not too familiar with them, but as um, Gus said, you have to you have to really look into the entering criteria, previous winners, et cetera, et cetera just to judge that. But um, apart from those, there are some national um, uh, national e-commerce awards that are not too bad at all in terms of reputation, and they are being run every year. Okay. All right, let's focus now on what makes up a good award entry. So you've got you you've you've got yourself there. You got to the website and we've downloaded the word file or started filling in the forms. Uh, you know, I'll I'll start with one thing that that 
um, that annoys me. If you go in unprepared onto one of those and you try and fill it in on the forms, you're not gonna you're not gonna do, you're not gonna be able to get the, uh, the, the 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 graphs up to show them and the other the other bits and pieces. And so, yeah, don't uh, don't try and do it on the fly. Same for if you're trying to become a, a speaker at a conference. I think you probably need to think about the uh, the presentation a little bit before you pitch. Um, but uh, you know what what things make up a good award? Um, why don't I start with you, Gus? You know what what things do you think are important in the in a recipe for a, a good award you've talked about a story um uh, i think the story is the first thing um second good numbers of course but they come as part of the story and keep it concise um you know judges will look at uh, 40 50 or or more entries and at, at some point you get tired so you know i would do maybe a 10 a day and then take a take a break um, but it, sometimes there's some entries that I can read them in 10 minutes and I get the story and I feel excited and I don't, ha don't even need to read it again. I, I go back and to, to get some arguments and, and to do the scoring, but I understand what's going on on the first read. And some others, you just go on and on and you're like, what did they mean by this? What did they mean by that? And then you're, you know, you might be half an hour and you already know it's not, uh, a winner uh, at that stage, but you still need to do a proper scoring and leave a few comments. So, you know, keep it keep it concise. Try to follow the um, the the word count or the word limit. Uh, I think all judges will really uh, appreciate that. Okay, that's the good good comments. Yeah, Monty, what what do you think stands out? What are the things that stand out for good awards? I think the, the best thing for me, apart from the, good entries, a good entry one, yeah. <laughs> apart from clarity, um, the the biggest, my biggest tip would be to make sure that you connect the dots, and that to me is essential because I think we all like to see what exactly it is that you have done with your objectives and the end result of that. And then anything in the middle is the story becomes the story that Gus was talking about. I need to see, or I, th I think I think we all need to see clearly what it is that you have done. Sometimes what happens is that um, some entries are very badly filled out. Some, some entry forms are very badly filled out. So you learn about the objectives towards the end. And uh, you learned about the results at the very beginning. And, and it's very curious if you want to actually do an intro of that. But then tell me why you wanted to get to those results or how it is that you actually got to those results. And that is very, very good. Another thing is that I, I, I don't know absolutely every brand, every brand that comes into, um, into, that goes into um, uh, these awards. And it's very good that you actually, um, you know, describe yourself, what you do. But you can do that in one or two sentences that come up, comes up to a couple of lines, not half a paragraph, not a whole paragraph. And then tell me in just one line what you wanted to do with your website, because that is not an objective. People usually usually do this at the very beginning. That's that's a good 
good tip. I like that. Start with the objectives and uh, and and uh, and and also don't spend too long talking about yourself, as in you know the background of your company. But because Kevin, you you I mean you potentially can enter 10, 10 categories in one award night. You know, so do you have a lot of repetition in there? Is there is there is there some re- obvious repetition in some of the entries? Do you have to accept that? And there's similarities in some of the categories as well. So you have say e-commerce and B two C as a good example and. In my mind, it's very similar in terms of what you did. And uh, say there's probably occasions like that where our entry forms may be identical, but if it's a different entry for the same client and it's, uh, yeah, it's asking a different exam question, if you like, then you have to answer that in a different way. But I I would say for me, I certainly um, completely agree with the the previous two points, but um, I think one thing I found really interesting is from the judging side, is that pre-scoring every category is scored equally, and this isn't a secret. The entry, this is, um, I guess, when you're looking at the search awards. I, I expect maybe some of the other events may be different, but certainly from the search awards perspective, they're completely transparent and upfront about this. It's on the entry form. This is scored out of ten, but I and I assume other people may do this. Ignored that. I kind of just focused on. Well, we had amazing results. This should win. And it, if you don't tell that story about what was the objective, what was the budget, I've seen quite a lot where it's like, this is an amazing campaign, but you could have had a £10 million budget. If, if you don't give the context, you don't know the ROI and the performance relative to the effort that was put in. Um, and I think actually it just goes back into giving your best answer to each of those questions in a way that the story flows. Because now I used to write all of our entries um, and I'd throw it back at the team in terms of get the data and let's make sure it's kind of of that standard that we think we can win it. And now I kind of just do the latter. I actually score our entries internally and I've started to do this. Our, our team have now done this recently. So that, that they've done that as well. But from a judge's perspective, it's very time consuming to judge, let alone to write the things. So um, I think actually now using that, it's the team that's produced the work. They, I can't write an award entry for a client that, I'm not the one that's delivered the work on. They have to do it, but I can score it and I can say, this is a seven. This is what it needs to be, be a 10 and look at it from the other side of the table. And I think that's really helped us to raise the bar a little bit in terms of the entries and just look at it from what would a judge see. I think that that is a, that is a great tip. That is a great tip. Judge your own entry or get somebody in your team to judge your entry before you uh, put it in. That's got to be that's got to be the tip of the day. Uh, I, I think that's uh, something I haven't heard before, and I've uh, heard a lot of uh, a lot of people talking about SEO, uh, entries and, and, and stuff. So uh, so that's a that's a good one. I think. Um, uh, is that how you win so many, Kevin? I just annoy our team by throwing stuff back at them and saying, like, this is a four, improve it. <laughs> this is not good <laughs> enough. Not many, uh, yeah, just yeah. imagine There's on the day when you bad, don't but... win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And thanks for recognizing that we actually need to do a hard, hard, exactly. hard work because this is exactly what it is. Uh, we are volunteers and everything, but we don't really, we don't really spend five minutes on each entry. We spend a lot more time. And um, something that we, yeah, well, yeah. Th- then uh, that 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 makes me that brings me to the next question, Monsi. You know what what keeps you what keeps you being a judge? Um, I'm interested. Ah, uh, it's very it's it's very interesting to see all these entries, how they how they have um gone around how they have gone around solving a problem for a client, uh, the problem that they may have, how they have got to identify that problem, and how they 
how they are telling their story. I really, really love that. You can learn so, 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 so much. And sometimes it's a confirmation that you have done the right thing before <laughs> in, some, in some in some occasions. I think this is, um, and this is a skill, this is a skill as well, because it it's like when you're a teacher, I used to be a teacher before, uh, it is not so easy as just sitting down and judging an essay or um you know, some kind of work that somebody has done. Uh, there is a, there is a really, there's really a, a bit of a science before then, really. Um, but there's things that still be developed. Okay, so you like the way in which you see how people have solved problems and things. That's that, which is which I can understand that you get to see those entries and see what people have done. And Gus, you're doing it as well. But but let me let me ask the the thorny question that comes from that because one of the problems that uh, I hear from people making entries is uh, is well. Is one of the recommendations is make sure you show your numbers. Make sure you show the uh, you know show the story, and the story reveals itself in in numbers and and, and what what the uh, what the uplift is, what with the impact was. But uh, given that the judges are also within the industry, I I hear customers saying I don't want to share those numbers. Um, how do you square that round hole? I think every company will you know some companies might be able to to share, some not. Um, and that's just something you have to live with. Um, if all the other entries are actually giving more detail, they will they'll have a hard chance to uh, to win. Um, there might be maybe some companies might be very protective, but they you know the other judges maybe don't really work directly with their competition. Like I worked a lot with Irish brands. Um, I don't think there'll be a lot of other judges that uh, that will be doing the same. So even if they were. Uh, at the time when I was uh, entering the awards, um, I don't think there would always be a reason to keep that as a secret. Um, a lot of these things can be estimated as well, right? You can we do go back and check. You know, are they saying they saying this traffic really went up? We go and take a look at you know majestic and a lot of yeah. different yeah. tools and see is this actually the truth? You know, and it's not always perfect, but you kind of look towards a trend to see if it's believable. So um, I think there are ways to show some information that is believable and let the judge uh, do the judgment and look for ways to check if, you know, that is worth uh, an award or not. And just adding to that, the fact that it's best to add some numbers so that we know for example, how much um, how much budget do you have to do X, Y, Z? Because obviously, creativity also varies as, as well, right? You can be very creative with lots lots of less um, budget, but then at the same time, I think I think it's a good indication of what we are reading. However, just to caveat that, if you can't, because sometimes we have to sign NDAs, and it's just not possible to give any numbers, and sometimes I, I am not able to give any names, so. Um, if you actually give a lot of detail about what you do, then I think that can be useful. It's not it's not a replacement for numbers, but it can help. Yeah, on the on the day, on the award ceremony, on the day, this uh, is is there any value in uh, making a you know trying to make some kind of presence on the day, or is that just a big mistake? Is there anything that you can do? Think of um, apart from maybe you know. Uh, all I all I ever do is you know offer an award, I suppose. So so basically, I'm, I'm you know, I give an award to so, so 
they tend to tend to ask a lot of people that have been in awards before to to hand out awards but do you do anything on the day to try and get noticed gas um not really um I think maybe if you're very confident, have a speech ready. Um, I'm looking forward to the to the pictures with the team and if if you go on stage or not uh, and just have a good time. If you want, I don't know, maybe make some contacts with people from other companies and something around that direction, but it's not really a place that you're going to really talk business um, too heavy. And actually know someone that did got so much attention at award by doing uh, stuff that that person shouldn't be doing that um shortly after that person got fired uh, because of that so maybe you shouldn't really try to get a lot of attention uh, okay good tip kevin i want to come back to you if you if you can don't say anything yet but just uh just that that question of uh, of your your the problem with your quest clients and sharing numbers and things you you had some stuff that you wanted to say yeah, there's a couple of things. And one is from the judge's side. So I've justified this to clients before. And clients get a bit overwhelmed sometimes because they see 40 or 50 judges for an award event. And it's like, oh, I don't want to give all of these people like my overall strategy. And the reality is not all judges will see all of the entries. They get divided into subgroups. And likely it will be less than 10 judges that will see your entry. So when you think, would you share this with 10 people as opposed to, um, yeah, kind of 50? I think that's a different question. And I think then it's it's more of a trusted group. Everyone that judges, they have a certain level of kind of respect in terms of why they've been chosen in the first place. And on the basis that this won't be publicly shared, it's private, confidential information. If you go against that as a judge, you're quite often, uh, pretty sure this happens, will get kicked out from judging. So um it's something that is very strict and i think for the clients to know that their information is kept confidential amongst a small group of judges is really important for them to know um and the other thing is goes back to the earlier point but make clients part of it if it's we want to do an award to celebrate our success for the work that we've done together that's not a compelling pitch whereas actually if it's we want to celebrate our success together and this makes you look just as good as it makes us look good we'll take you to the award event we we've had a client in the past i won't name them but they've shared with us at the start of working with them this is their personal objective this is what they get bonused on um and i think that's a good thing and they our objectives were aligned with that we hit and beat their target they got a bonus they got a pay rise we won an award <laughs> they got a promotion all good um, they're all so good yeah make make your client the champion and if you can do that then why shouldn't you celebrate the success together and why shouldn't they want to help you because it helps them but it's it's got to be win-win i think that's a tip okay last question then guys and a, a quick one really uh, the awards ceremony must have been you know must have been hit by covid i mean it's an events uh, it's event focused really as, a, as an idea um and so and, and and the dinner itself is is kind of where the money trail ends so how much further can can the awards industry develop around seo what, what do you think the future is for the industry do you think it's got a sustainable future do you think it's peaked or do you think it's uh it's absolutely going to carry on and uh, no recession on earth or interest rate rise is going to change things 
Anyone got any thoughts on that? I have one thought, which is I think going back to the UK Search Awards was like one massive reunion and it just a really good buzz and feel of getting everyone back in a room together. And it, I think the more that you can do that, the, the more it happens. So I almost think in some ways I perhaps wouldn't want it to get too much bigger because I kind of like it how it is, but equally it's a business. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't see that going away. I think if it's virtual, that loses something. You still get to celebrate your success, but it's there's something about just being in a room together and having win or lose. I don't think it even matters. You can have a good night either way, but just getting everyone together, I think is just a really nice feel. So you long may it continue for you, Kevin. What about you, Monsi and Gus? Gus? Uh, yeah. Um, I think uh, similar to Kevin, I uh, think there's a bright feature for uh, awards. Um, perhaps some of them will kind of get filtered out. If you have way too many, uh, you do, you could find arguments to, you know, have a, an entry that belongs to an SEO one, to a content one, and to a global one, and you could have the same entry in several different places. And at some point, there might just be too many, and people won't, you know, value them as much as um, if there are um, fewer ones. But uh, you know, uh, getting getting together and celebrating with people if you win or not i think it's a it's a nice thing to do you feel the same Monsi? absolutely with remote working um it, it is great to to actually get together with other peers in the industry because it's not always that um we get to to go to write an seo for example or to any other um, to any other events or many other events many other events as before so i think celebrating celebrating success uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing for everyone and everyone will actually continue doing that i think <laughs> awards award season is back with a vengeance so we'll find out this year i suppose if that's true so uh <laughs> thanks very much for coming on guys i uh, really do appreciate it uh david just, just before i ask uh, ask you all to just you know give a, give your twitter profiles or, or whatever to to in case people want to contact you obviously to bribe you for an award or something like that. i don't know no uh hopefully not but uh, david tell us about what's coming up next sure Okay, well, next episode is episode number 34. That will be on Wednesday, the 2nd of November, 5 p.m. GMT, 1 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. The episode content will be about how to train the AI machines. And we've already got three guests booked for that one. Jess Peck, Miriam Jessier, and Marco Giordano. If you want to sign up to watch that one live, go to majestic.com slash webinars. Oh, cool. How, was that how to train the, the, the AI machines? Indeed, yes. Nice. Oh, good. I'll enjoy that one. That's, that's going to be fun. Uh, guys, I really do appreciate you guys coming on. If people want to get hold of you, if people want to follow up on anything, um, how do they get hold of you? Uh, Gus? Before we go, two tips of what not to put on your entry. Oh, yeah. Do not create a, do not create large PowerPoints um, that go on and on, that repeats the same stuff that you have on the main entry. And do follow the standards. Uh, you know, they give you a, a Word document. Do follow that. It's so much easier to understand what's going on and to score all of the different, um, you know, parts of the award. But, yeah, that's it. Um, you can find me on... LinkedIn, uh, Gus Pelogia, or I'm mostly on Twitter at Pelogia, and I'm there almost every day. So let's connect. Okay. And since most people are here, this on Apple or something like that, Pelogia is spelled P E L O G I A. <laughs> Monty, how do they find you? My last one tip. <laughs> My last one tip here is um, as well as uh, just following on what Gus has just said. 
the if you are going to be using any graphics, any kind of graphics or pictures, please make sure that we can actually see them. And if there are any numbers, we, please make sure that we can read them because it is rather difficult to actually judge so many entries the word count sometimes goes over and over and over many times and then you f suddenly find um, uh, you know a graphic or a picture you can't really see what's the point it really scores you down really <laughs> um so just make sure that you actually do don't don't put them in svg format Okay, good tip. For example, and uh, I can you can find me on Twitter and Monse Cano, so M O N T S E C A N O, and on LinkedIn, Montserrat Cano. Okay, and Montserrat is M O N T S E R R A T, and Cano is C A N O. Kevin, how do they find you? Um, so for me, it's at Kev Gibbo on Twitter, um, or just add me on LinkedIn and yeah pretty active on both of those so yeah they're, they're probably the best ways and Gibbo is G-I-double-B-O for those who are around there so uh, brilliant thanks very much for coming on I really do appreciate it guys um, and uh, hopefully see you soon in real life maybe at an award cheers cheers